All right, we're back. Bar Stool Buddhas. I'm Jai. Rip. Uh, so uh, it's been a while now. Yeah. We keep saying that, but it we went every week, to, every two weeks, every month, and then every once in a while. <laughs> Last one post trip buckies. Yeah, we did buckies, and uh, so that was fun. You know, we didn't have to do much anything heavy. The thing is, we it. almost got a copyright strike. Yeah, we did. That was yeah. interesting. We're walking through Bucky's, and those of you who saw it noticed that there was some music playing. Well, so did YouTube. And so they gave us a copyright warning, and they went out to wherever they go out to to check and see if we were in violation. And we avoided a copyright strike because the guy, and I'm sorry I didn't rem- remember his name, either. but the country music guy, he had already given permission for people to use his songs on YouTube, knowing that that's a promotion of his music. Exactly. Think about that. Mm-hmm. Free advertising. You know, you get so many people with copyright strikes these days, wow. and you get so many of those, and you're out, and you're gone. But, uh, you know, I think uh, our friend Rick Beato, the guitar guy, mm-hmm. he's always doing a rant about how they take down his videos. And he'll be, he goes out and he highlights the 20 best songs of 1974, or groups that people forgot, and he gets them back in a public eye, and they start selling. So he's actually doing a service, yeah. but the people who own the rights Get his thing removed because, oh, he's an unfair use, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, the world's not a just place, and if you turn on the TV, well, it's, it's, it's that way. So um, the, the header, our, our little uh, thumbnail is going to be uh, the end of the world edition because <laughs> it looks like the whole world is going away. So you got the Russians uh, annexing part of the Donbass region, right? and then... Uh, they're trying to get into NATO, and Russia's trying to get into NATO, and that's going to be interesting. Uh, they're, they're, you know, and then Biden's waving his little shriveled weenie at the Russians like it matters, you know. So uh, it's a damn mess. But so we were going to discuss, you know, everything that's going on, everything the elections are coming up. So it's into the world. <laughs> Uh, for everybody on their own little terms, uh, whether it's race, gender, uh, Roe v. Wade overturn, the Russians, the oil line, the pipeline got blown up yesterday, day before. So it looks like the end of time kind of thing, you know, like R.E.M. said, the end of the world as we know it. And I think that's probably more appropriate. Mm -hmm. But if we look back, everybody can say that at any point because the world that you knew 10 years ago, where is it now? Gone. Well, not near six years old. <laughs> that world is, the only place it lives is here, right? Mm-hmm. So I was watching a thing on TV the other day where they had a thing of the, the old East Town Mall here in Knoxville. Yeah. Some guys had slipped in before they knocked it down yeah. and took pictures. And it was really odd because I'd been in that place uh, several times over the course of the years, and I had forgotten about it. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I went through that, and I started remembering yeah. What that looked like then, and it's like you get this little, little reality shift. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, the only place that exists now is in my memory. Yeah, it is gone. It's gone. Replaced with an Amazon warehouse, and part of my memory is going. So it may be lost forever. <laughs> so the bigger picture was, and we discussed this. We were, we were kind of thinking about what if scenarios. Right. You, you, you want to go over some of that? You're talking about. What if things you think about yeah, all the you time? Know, we were talking last night. I was saying, you know, all the different turn, twists and turns in my life. If this had happened, this would have gone this way and that way. But then you brought it kind of back to a sense of calmness with what you told me. So if you want to go off with how that, yeah, you know, uh, like that. Everything that's ever happened on the planet, in the universe, in the known time, civilization, culture, everything we've done leads up to this moment. Mm-hmm. Everything you are, everything you have is right, right now. now. 
it's it couldn't happen any other way. Mm-hmm. This is where you are. So life is not a Jenga puzzle. You can't right. take a piece out and expect the thing to stand mm-hmm. because it's like me. If I said, we've talked about when I was 17, how I was a wonderful human being getting in trouble and all that. And yeah. would I go back and change that? Well, if I had, certain things would have never happened. And there's a really good chance that what we're doing now, right this minute, would not be occurring. Exactly. The butterfly effect, mm-hmm. right? So uh, we're also talking about uh, uh, how... Every moment is the pre-stage for the next moment. Yeah. It's like the Hindu idea of reincarnation. They think when you die, you might come back as this or come back as that due to your actions. Well, if you shrink that to the microcosm mm-hmm. of right now, mm-hmm. what we're doing right now, uh, if I reach over and smack you, tomorrow we probably won't be friends. You know, actions, you know. Have consequences. You know, <laughs> ideas. Uh, inform actions, actions have consequences, and we do this every minute. The problem we have as human beings and the culture has is that we are not really aware sometimes in the moment. And if we are aware, we don't bring that awareness into the action mm-hmm. in time. Yeah, they, just not, they don't come together. <laughs> no, and you know, we were talking to that fellow at Applebee's the other day, mm-hmm. and he was kind of he said, kind of a conversation. I said, we do Barstool Buddhist. And he said, I said, I'm a Buddhist. He said, you're a Buddhist. And he's like, oh, what is that? So we just started discussing what, what that meant to be a Buddhist and the, the basic principles of Buddhism. So I bring this back around to the thing I like about some of the Buddhist thought is they have these ideas that try to bring your awareness to now and what you are doing that creates the life you have. And, you know, Oh, what is today is yesterday's tomorrow kind of thing. So they have the three poisons in, in Buddhism. You have, uh, you have basic ignorance, you have greed, and you have hate. Hatred. They dress it up in better language than that, but basically for terms of... So and which of those do you think is the, is the most fundamental to changing anything? Ignorance. Ignorance. Because if you can't think clearly, it, you will make decisions based upon what you think is going on. And like I said, you know. That's going on every day all around. Thoughts <laughs> influence actions. Actions have consequences. And so we do that on an individual level. So we talked about, well, you everybody's kind of going into call it the tribalism movement, you know. Group thing. We got the gender thing. We got the abortion thing. We got whether you're a Russian, whether you're black, green, or yellow, mm-hmm. whether you live in the South, the North, you're Republican, Democrat. These groups have come together to ensure that they get their way. Ah. The, 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 the attraction, the attachment to my way, what I want, one, what I'm attracted to, what I'm pushing away, and all this moving around in groups. So the individual is really the only person who can make those basic changes. And so if you have those, if you're lost in a group, mm-hmm. just going along for security, I need to be secure. Yeah. I need to have this. They can't have it. You know, the aversion, the attraction, the clinging to expectations, you know, is messing with your world. Mm-hmm. So and unless you get a clean, clear thought, your next moment that you're helping create may not be where you want to be. Mm-hmm. Those consequences are significant. So extrapolate that out, expand it out, conflate it to the whole world situation. And you can see all these groups of people are running around going, I, me, mine, I, me, mine, got to have it. I think of it as everybody in those groups are 1% going against all the other 99%. Each group is their own 1%. Us versus them, you know. So, (laughs) uh, but it gets, it's it's tricky, but, you know, you have to bring it back to basic principles. And it's very hard to do 
when you're in when you're at a flood like in Florida. Yeah. And you realize there's not a drop to drink. <laughs> it's kind of it's like this is a confusing situation. You're like, I'd like to be driving out of Florida in an electric vehicle. Oh, yeah. Well, there you go. <laughs> it's always something. Yeah. But you know, people wonder why we can't control our life. Where is it going to go? What are we going to do? And they're looking for a party or a football team or my side or your side to make it right. You have to start with yourself. And it's all about consciousness, you know. The hippies and the new age, they wore that word out. But basically all that means is being in touch with the core essence of what this moment is and what it, the opportunities it can provide, clear thinking. And if everybody could get more in touch with that, even a few minutes a day, it would change what's going on because your expectations mm -hmm. drive your actions. And, you know... <laughs> be here now. Well, be here now is part of it, but, you know... Like I said, we can think about the past, and we can think, oh, well, if it didn't happen or if it had been different or whatever, whatever, you cannot change that. Exactly. It does inform what you're doing today, mm -hmm. but today is the point at which tomorrow is born from. Right. And so if you want to change, you got to do it. So, um, you know, a lot of people meditate, a lot of people drink, whatever they do to get out of the moment or into the moment, whichever you're position is but you know my grandmother i talk about my grandmother and we've talked about my grandmother how we didn't get along and <laughs> i thought she was absolutely wrong about everything and i'm not prepared to say that she was absolutely right about everything but she used to have a thing i was a terrible child i was a tyrant i was awful i can't imagine that i wasn't drowned in a river at birth <laughs> if, if, if my father had figured out what i was going to be up to i probably wouldn't be here but my grandmother used to say Take three breaths, count to 10, and sit in this chair for five minutes. <laughs> Calm down. And I thought, oh, this is torture. <laughs> you don't want to be with me. You think I want to be with me? No. Yeah. And that's the problem a lot of people have. Yeah. They can't be with themselves. Exactly. And yeah. if I can't be with myself, how am I going to be, be with anybody else? authentic with you? Mm -hmm. I have to make some scenario up, some construct in my mind about who I am, what I want to be, how it's going to impact you. My expectations get in the mix. Yours get in the mix. And when they clash, you have a war, you know, or a personal conflict. And uh, it's not simple. But you've got to go back to basics. And that's where it ties into the end of world thing for today. We're on a global scale where this this on a, on a, on a large scale, it's bumping into each other. Mm -hmm. And it's not giving people much room to work through it. It's moving so fast, so hard. It's, what do you say, out of control? Yeah. It's out of control. And it's going to do what it's going to do, it looks like. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully, cooler heads will prevail. But, you know, there's always been some conflict, whether you were in uh, Mesopotamia, uh, <laughs> beating up Babylonians or, or the, <laughs> the Romans were down down and burning down the temple in yeah. Jerusalem or the Carthaginians, the, the whole thing, Hannibal. It's been going on the Crusades. It's all about attachment to expectations mm -hmm. and outcomes and all that. Yeah. And it's just what it's all about, us versus them. <laughs> uh, so, I mean... The individuals that stand out in history, uh, I always go back to Gandhi. You can go back to Gandhi. Gandhi had had an agenda. He had an expectation that he wanted his people freed from England, whatever. Right. Uh, and he wanted to use nonviolence because he understood that violence brought more violence. It brings more violence, but it's based in misunderstanding and ignorance. You know, 
get the consciousness. Where what do we want to do? We want to go tend our cows. We want our own run our own railroads, mm-hmm. have our own country, be our own people, and be peaceful. Right. Okay. The other side said, "Well, we own you," <laughs> and their expectations got in the way of their consciousness. Right. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I don't want to beat this up too much, but. If you're you're into sports, you know, you, what do they always tell you when you start failing on the sports field? Go back to basics. Yeah. Go back to your training. Go back to what you know. Go back to what centers you in your game, in mm-hmm. your play. And, boy, I hate sports analogies. You know I can't stand it. Uh, but the fact is, it's, it's true. very true. It's like take three deep breaths, count to ten, and be quiet for five minutes, and then start all over and uh, it's not like a simple prescription, but the complicated prescriptions aren't working. The UN's not working. You know, Joe Biden's not working. I got to say something about Joe Biden. What did, I call, what did I call him the other day? Pu- public enema number oh, one. Oh, yeah, public enema. This guy. <laughs> you know, I'm tired of feeling empathy and, and concern for him. I mean, he's wandering around in news conferences. He's calling out dead dead congressmen. Yeah. He put the he put the flags at half mast for that lady, and he's calling it. Where is she? I need to mm-hmm. talk to her. Yeah, but hey, now you're an ageist if you're talking about him getting old or something. Wait a minute, I'm ageist. Old. I'm almost seventy. I can be an ageist. I are you an are. ageist. But that's see, that's the you're whole in thing. The club. That's the camps. That's yeah, the division. Exactly that's the division. I am this, and My I group. need to do this. Or you're you need group. to. You're this. Yeah. I'm this. You know, that's it's what we're like, talking about. You remember the song Rolling Stones had sympathy for the devil. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's a couple of lines in there that are just, you can find these cliches everywhere, mm-hmm. but they hold truth. It's like every cop is a criminal. Yeah. Every sa- every saint a sinner. Mm-hmm. We're just this amalgam of stuff. And we all are. We all have got these urges and these needs and demands to be alive and to eat and take care of ourselves. But it's how we approach that that matters. And I don't want to sound like some new agey guy. I'm just a guy trying to stay alive on the planet as long as I can. Right. Yeah. It's about quality of life. And it starts with clear thinking. That's what I like about uh, the Buddhist Four Noble Truths and the Eight Path, Eightfold Path. It's because it's simple stuff. Go back to the basics. So that's that's what we need to do uh, before it's too late. But like I said, it goes back to uh, sometimes something has to die or change for something new. You know, usually take something make a space. Well, you know, I read this book, and I I can't claim that I'm an expert on it. It was called The Fourth Turning. Have you read that book? No. It's about cycles in culture and society, and it basically states it's like seasons for mm-hmm. for culture. Yeah. You know, every season has a purpose and a manifestation. Mm-hmm. And in com- countries and cultures, you have certain stages where it comes together, it flourishes, it maintains, and then decays, and there's a flip. Well, the theory is that now it's been about 80 years, these, these turnings are supposed cycle takes mm-hmm. 80 years, and we're overdue for it. So if you look at what's happening now, the world that we knew isn't quite working. <clears throat> so what happens is it gets in a state of decay or it's just it's in an inoperative, yeah. Yeah. ineffective, inefficient. So people start trying to find another way. So if you look at the positive side, a lot of what's going on is a lot of people are trying to figure out how to make life work because mm-hmm. it isn't working for a lot of people. Yeah. Unfortunately, 
the first thing people do is fund the military when that happens, <laughs> or, or they go out looking for a scapegoat, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, what's that guy say? We have found the enemy, and he are us. Yes. <laughs> and and it, it is, if you take that step, uh, and I'm horrible about this myself in my personal life, it's, I'm two steps behind my own thinking most time, <laughs> you know? You, the things like stop before you think, stop before you act. Um, I try that. I really do. All you know me, you know I try. Think before you speak. Uh, so, but you have to be conscious of what you're doing, and you have to try to do that. Everybody has expectations, but if your expectations can include the welfare and benefit of people around you mm-hmm. without being militant, without being uh, violent, uh, it's a good step forward. The so good. Yeah, and I think that was the, probably at some point was the impetus for the United Nations. We all sit in a room, talk instead of beating each other up. Good idea. In it theory. was a good idea, but uh, so you know, again, with what's going on in Ukraine, you know, uh, with uh, all this stuff, uh, they may start shooting even faster and harder. It could develop into something really, really interesting, and that could be the the big uh, Doctor Strange love into the world <laughs> kind of thing, or. It could be a great sobering moment and an opportunity to draw the line and say, okay, look, this is what has to happen to coexist. Uh, Unfortunately, that's not the history of mankind. Mm -hmm. So, but again, you have the opportunity in every moment to recreate situation in your life through conscious awareness, awareness of what actually is. Take a moment before you act, um, Mm -hmm. you know, a little planning isn't a bad thing. So if that fails, go back to square one. Repeat. If square one's still there. <laughs> but again, so I mean, didn't mean to get all heavy in philosophy, but we are supposed to be the bar still Buddhas. And we could we talk, talk about, like this all the time. And we could talk about all these little things that are happening, like somebody shot somebody, somebody stole this money, uh the Republicans want to go do this, the Democrats are gonna do this. <laughs> and all that's but it's part of the greater situation. Yeah. And you look for root causes. That's what I do in my 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 job. Uh, is I have I look for root cause and variances in technical stuff, and you stick to basics. You keep going back to you check the boxes. What's mm-hmm. causing the problem? You're aware of everything, and you take it step by step. And unfortunately, like my job uh, entails working crisis mode. Mm-hmm. By the time I get called in. It's already on fire. It is a, it is on fire, and the boat is sinking, and there's not land in sight. I have to walk into that scenario with people that I don't always know and, and come up with a plan, and I stick to the plan when all the other people— Running around with their heads are, on fire. —are just going, oh, my God, what do we do? I have to stick to the process. And this isn't some gift I got. This is from getting beat to death for 60 years. You learn something every once in a while. So, but my prescription is use a little of that in your life every day. If you want your life to change, that old song, if you want to be somebody else, change your mind. Right. You got to do that. You have to, you have to find a way. And it's a tricky thing. It's a slippery slope because I can get up in the morning and say, boy, I'm just advanced today. I feel so good about everything. And, you know, I've, I've got the answers to everything. And then you go to Kroger's and somebody runs over you with one of those little mechanized wheelchairs while you're trying to buy your Raisin Bran. And it all goes to shit. You know, all your enlightenment just went went under that buggy, you know. And you go to the parking lot and you can't get in. You know, whatever. Uh, those are the moments. But that's going to happen. Every day. Those are the pop quizzes. Every pop quiz. Every pop quiz. Day. You know, the final exam gets you in and out of school but the pop 
Cop quizzes get you the knowledge. That's Mm -hmm. what you learn. Did you learn what you were taught today? At the end of the day, you can sit and think, "Um, what did I learn today? That went really bad. (laughs) Okay, well, why did it go really bad? Well, I could have done this and I could have done that. You know, you learn from that. And you go, okay, tomorrow in my next incarnation is me. I'm going to go out in the world and I'm going to try to correct that. But I will warn you, as someone who's been married several times, you can't run this marriage based on what you learned in the last one, because the variable is significant. You can learn greater truths, but you got to apply them to specific be situations. Be careful where you apply and how. Absolutely. Either that, or you're going to be applying for welfare when the next wife takes your house and everything you've got. So you, it, there's something at stake there. But to be be uh, serious about it, you know, it's it's what we we have to offer, and so. Um, you know, I I was really struck by, you know, you're talking about all the things that happened to you and where you were. I was doing something. You were jumping out of airplanes. I was getting thrown out of school, <laughs> whatever it was. And at the same time, there's this thing going on. It's amazing it, when you stop and think that there's almost 8 billion people having those, uh, everything happening at the same time. You know, mm-hmm. we're just yeah. all these different lives. And it's like, we're all on the same planet. We're all together, but sometimes we're all alone. It's like... You listen to everybody's story, and well, I was doing this at that time, mm-hmm. you know. <laughs> and uh, so you had some things you wanted to talk about. Anything come to mind? No, just the conversation we're having, the end of times. Yeah, this guy, he, he, he's a Catholic. So the end of time is not necessarily a bad thing for him. <laughs> you know, he, he's got a promise on the other side. Me, I'm a Buddhist. I don't know what I'm going to do. But uh, <laughs> it's like the guy we met in the, in the bar the other day. He was like, you're a Buddhist. Uh Oh, what are you going to do when you die? Well, it's not really up to me. Either. So, yeah. I'm he was open. trying to listen. He was interested, but you yeah. could see he was just, his head was twisting. Well, I'm up for anything. I've, I've not, I've not really rejected anything uh, except breakdancing. I'm not, I'm never going to do that. It's never going to happen. I'm never going to be a rapper. But beyond that, I'm kind of open. I mean, if, if, uh, and not to, not to upset anybody, but if, if, if Jesus knocked on my door today and said, "Hey, I got a message for you," and I'll listen to it, you yeah. know what I mean? Oh yeah. Um, not so much his followers, but <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm picky. I don't want to piss anybody off. But you know, the, the point is, is that the truth is where the truth is. Yeah. And like again, my grandmother said, "The truth will stand when the world's on fire, whether you agree with it or not." Um, you run into that fire, you're going to get burnt. Uh, and sometimes the truth does hurt. Oh, yeah. And that's, I think, one of the human being's frailties is they don't want to see what they don't want to see. Right. Sometimes the hard lessons are the hardest to see. And when you see, the initial reaction is to flee. Yeah. Yeah, I don't want to deal with this. You know, you we've all had that, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, We've both been through divorces, and you know we've had children who had issues, and you know we've had issues. And it's like, make this moment go away. It's like I say at work, is it still this week? <laughs> is this the, always tomorrow? This is the fourth Monday in a row. I got to get some relief. <laughs> but again, a lot of it's attitude. Yeah. So it's hard times, and it could get harder. You know, the stock market's going to do its October thing, like it always does. Mm-hmm. October's the worst month in history for the stock market. And so there's a lot of stuff going on. So, Oh, did you say, uh, did you wake up green day? Did I wake up who? Green day. Who's green day? September's over. No, (laughs) 
Yeah, so are they. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't that guy move to England? Uh, What's his name? So anyway, anyway, our message today to end up is that, you know what? If you if you get really worried and despondent, you know, beyond reason, you need to stop. Take three breaths, count to ten, and sit somewhere for four or five minutes. Collect yourself and try to look at it. Because like we said, today is the day you make tomorrow. Yeah. And so if you're miserable today and you want to be miserable tomorrow, do nothing about what you're miserable about today. Pretty simple. Yeah. So I think that's pretty much it for this yeah. week. What do you think? So if we're still here next week, we'll make another one of these. If not, um, we'll see you wherever it ends. All right. <laughs> see you then. Peace out.